0: what's up everybody welcome to geek scott game otherwise known as g3 i'm josiah Leroy, and with me today jeffrey pavs how are you pavlock not too bad buddy and a special guest basically an honorary member of the geekiverse at this point (laughs) honorary yeah welcome to
1: the crew d squared david duncan d squared double d is what they sometimes call me
0: (laughs) (laughs) david duncan is from our good friends over at synthaholics podcast uh i've been on a few episodes so has trevor Bruner 2.0 uh they talk star trek and anything sci-fi that we love so welcome david
1: thank you for having me
0: absolutely we're here to talk about an awesome awesome topic
1: but we should switch topics first
0: we should switch topics first Oh, wait. Ready? Got it. (laughs) Perfect. Nintendo Switch! (laughs) So we knew, obviously, back in October, and we had an episode of G3 where we knew this uh, was coming. We speculated on it. This is coming March 3rd, boys. Seven weeks away.
1: From... Yesterday, the day the press conference. So was inside
0: showing. seven weeks, right. by the time we hear <laughs> maybe six and a half weeks. Probably very exciting times. Uh, I know uh, the geekiverse did round the clock coverage on all of the happenings and announcements. Uh, Jeffrey Pavlak is possibly our resident. Uh, I would. Nintendo nerd. I, I wouldn't say Nintendo fanboy, but he is the, no, the most knowledgeable. No, i a Nintendo fanboy. Self admitted. Uh, one of the greatest nights of your life, you said. So we we did a Google Hangout, and uh, listening to your emotion was just great, Jeff. I'm oh, uh, so happy. Yeah. Why did don't we cry? start? a little bit teared up. There may have been a man cry during that
2: Breath of the Wild trailer, but I don't know who would. I don't know. I think everybody deserves to have a man cry watching that. Probably. I was excited. So uh,
0: we did a Google Hangout. Uh, myself, Pavlok, Beta, and Sam Budzinski now. The- also our dogs. Also our dogs. guest So Wendy Ruff, you may have heard some barks from. Uh, but anyway, we did a Google Hangout and we were able to watch this presentation live. It was 11 o'clock Eastern time, which uh, was it was overseas in Japan. Uh, so that's why it was so late in the day. But what, what what are our first thoughts? I do want to go to Pavlok first as a long time Nintendo fan, how excited are you for the franchise moving forward as a whole? What are your hopes for the system? Just, uh, if you can spit it out and not jumble all these yeah, thoughts, what
2: are you thinking? As succinctly as possible. Um, it looks like, like it almost looks like a souped up 3ds between the software, um, that they announced for it, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, y- You know, handheld is where Nintendo has been consistent over the last couple of generations. That's where their, you know, bread and butter has been. Um, uh, You know, you just... I really, really like the idea of them going to one console now. Because the past couple of generations, Wii, Wii U, it seemed like they had a difficult time churning out... um, Enough software for their handheld and their home console, and last generation they really struggled um, with HD development. You just saw game after game after game getting delayed because they couldn't finish stuff uh, the way that they thought they were going to. So I think if they pool all the resources into this one platform, they'll be able to put out um, a more consistent release you know release schedule for their games, which is I mean that's the only way that your uh, console is going to sell over time
0: david, what uh, what were you thinking when you saw this release? I know you watched the presentation the next day. Uh, what were going what was going through your head when you
1: saw what was coming here from Nintendo? Um I, I wonder like just in general, like I wonder if they don't know the American word for snap. Because <laughs> they snapped a whole lot during this presentation. I'm like, this is this supposed to be the Nintendo Snap, not you the know, Switch? I
0: love stuff like that. I love the quirks and all the things
1: that, like... Nintendo is quirky.
0: The stuff you'd pick on from E3 press conferences, for example, this was right up there, and I'm, I'm all about it. <laughs> it, was I
1: mean, it. It was It was really well done. The presentation of the whole thing was really, really great. Um, the, the funny thing is, like... I'm super on board for the Switch. Uh, my last – I did, I wasn't a fan of the Wii. I just bought a Wii just because my girlfriend wanted it. I didn't buy the Wii U at all. I've been off board with Nintendo since after the N64. I loved the N64. I was super excited for the N64. After that, I fell off the wagon. And I think one of the most exciting things to me about the Switch is I went to school for game design at full sale years ago and we talked about a lot about tablets between my teachers and other students and i and my idea for the future of tablets would they would, they would be your gaming device and your computer so you take your tablet to work you'd work on it you would do your word and you'd also play games on the bus. You'd get a Bluetooth controller, play games, and then you go home, slam it in a dock. It'd be on your big screen. Take it out of your, your 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 home console dock for your TV. Put it on your where your computer is at your desk. Slam it in a dock, then you've got your your PC there. So this is this was my envision for the computer of the future, and this is sort of like that, except it's more like the game console of the future, which just just games. It's not not about computing, but. This is my this is basically an idea I came up with years ago and I'm I'm so excited for something like it and so I, I I can't wait to get my hands on it.
0: I'm so excited. This is my first Nintendo system uh in a long time. I, I was telling Jeff um, I had a Game Boy SP. I think that was the last one for me. Um now ironically enough, my wife uh when she was my girlfriend, I bought her a Nintendo Wii. She wanted to play uh all the pack-in sports games as well as Wii Fit. <laughs> so, it, I had to order it, I think, on eBay because it was super hard to find at the time. I I bought mine
2: on eBay, too, way back. (laughs) It was so
0: hard to find the Wii. Um, I skipped the Wii U. Probably about two years ago, I asked Jeff. I told Jeff, actually, hey, I think I'm going to pick it up around Black Friday. And he goes, "Mm, I would wait. And I'm glad I did because here we are getting the Nintendo Switch. And uh, I'm a big PlayStation and Xbox fan, if you know me. So I have a PlayStation Vita. I'm so disappointed by the lack of, of... Software. (sighs) Software, AAA support for it. This is kind of what I envisioned with the Vita a little bit years ago. I mean, goodness gracious, as Sam always says, we're going to be able to play Skyrim wherever we go.
1: Like, that's insane. Um, I'm kind of surprised they didn't go with Fallout 4.
0: Sure, and maybe this was in development for a little bit. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. It can't handle Fallout 4. Who knows about that either? But, like, this is is so exciting to me that I'm going to be able to possibly take some of these handhelds, like, I would love to play an NHL game by EA on on this tablet, if you will, or this handheld.
1: But you on get the to fly. play the world football game. The football. The football with the soccer.
0: So you can play FIFA on it. Like this is <laughs> like uh, a beast.
2: You no, know, not stripped down FIFA. This is going to be a really good looking FIFA.
0: This is not handheld FIFA. This is right. FIFA on a handheld. Exactly. And we're going to we're gonna talk about third-party support a little bit later in the show, but uh, I'm excited. We all got pre-orders for it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so if L- you're li- luckily. If you're listening to this and you didn't, I'm so sorry.
1: Thank you, Brian Bannister, for going <laughs> to get it. I sent my co-worker to get my pre-order because I had to be at work <laughs> that morning. Usually, I don't work till like 6 p.m. to 2.30 a.m., but I had to be at work at early, and I'm like, dude, can you go get that for dude, me? Dude, <laughs> by any means necessary.
0: <laughs> However you got to get it. We were trying to order through Amazon. Uh, There's uh, a list little bit of an affiliate program with the Geekiverse there but we couldn't get it it was in and out of stock uh, so David got it through his co-worker at GameStop yep. which had an extremely limited supply only at 16 crazy
1: To that would they would let you pre-order
0: and uh, Pavlov and I uh, we are during our press conference that we were researching uh, we found that Best Buy was selling them online in our area here in western New York so Pavlock got on uh, a pre-order very quick just the base model yes and uh, so did I minutes
1: later well
2: there's really, I think Best Buy was only doing the like the, like there's no like different models
1: that they're doing with switch. Are you referring to like? There's the neon, there's the neon oh, skew, okay. but I don't think the skew's in their system yet. Right.
0: They were just doing basically the gray controls or you know grayish black versus the neon, and right. you went for the gray. I did. Did you yeah. go
1: gray? Well, um, at GameStop they didn't have a different skew. Okay. So Best they just had, they they just, they just had the one skew. So basically it's it'll be a surprise when i get it <laughs> i don't know which was, i mean i don't i don't really care i mean my hands will be covering it anyway it doesn't really not matter what a huge what, what deal colors. to get your
0: hands on it yeah,
2: yeah i, mean, I it a- don't know what the brick and mortar stores are like but gamestop.com was selling a couple different bundles for like 500 bucks or so that came with, uh, oh. a, with like breath of wild, obviously. Cause that's the biggest game launched with and a couple other games. And I think By maybe far. Like one or two other yep. controllers. I, uh, but I, I don't know if any other retailers are doing those kind of bundles. I
0: had my choice. I went with the gray ones. I didn't like the UV colors for whatever reason, but, uh, I would have taken it if it was life or death. In that, you know, like I, I wanted to get my hands on. My this. coworker was
1: texting me. He's like, "Which one do you want?" And I'm like, "Just geez. did it." Because he he didn't know if there was a, uh, be a choice or not. He's like, "Which one do you want?" I'm like, "It surprised me." <laughs> and then, then at the end, he's like, "Oh, there's no ski I'm Like, oh, whatever. I don't care.
0: So I very very much want the uh, the pro controller, but I'll bring that up in a second. Uh, anyway, the base model in this term base package, I should say, because there are different retailer outlets that are doing different things. Uh, it comes with the system, the charging station, the HDMI cable, the power cord, the uh, uh, Joy-Con controllers, and I think that's it. I don't think I mentioned it. It's got the there.
1: Joy-Con wrist straps. Yes.
0: Okay, the wrist Slash straps. Slash so that-
1: button enhancers. Okay,
0: so that's, that's what I'm going to basically be getting. Um there are different packages out there, but uh, $299.99 is the price of this. What do we think about
1: that? Is that right on point? Too high, too low? I was really hoping for $250 be because, too. I mean, a- I, I know this is a hybrid system and it's got some really cool features, but I was really hoping it would be $250 just because PlayStation and Xbox are 300 and they're by far more powerful consoles without a doubt. This one's got the versatility, and they added touchscreen to it, which they didn't show off in the original trailer, but uh, in the presentation they did say it did have some touchscreen. I think the touchscreen is what what boosted the price up, I think. Yeah. What
0: do you think, Jeff? Is this right on point?
1: I also would have preferred 250 I can
2: live with 300 and I think most people will agree with that.
0: Not being a, a particularly big Nintendo buyer over the years. Um, also, my wife has a 3DS.
1: <laughs> I have a 3DS also. I play... Only Pokemon on it. Very good, very good. <laughs> Two hundred hours in Pop Pokemon Sun. Quite a bit of stuff on it. Oh my gosh, it is but insane.
0: I uh, haven't seen that. I had originally predicted this could retail for three ninety nine. Uh, I know that sounds
1: it, crazy. It, no, it, you're, you're absolutely right. This thing could retail for much higher because all the things it's trying to do. But I think that's why and it, demand included. Oh, demand, right. demand as well. But I mean, the touchscreen and all the stuff those controllers can do. I think I think Nintendo's lying when they said they're not selling this for a loss because we're going to get to that in a minute yes, with, so with, the, with the with the accessories. We'll chat about they that. said they weren't going to sell the system for a loss, but I almost guarantee they are because of the cost of the accessories, which we will cry about later.
0: Sure. So I had originally thought that uh, we talked about it on our October edition of uh, Got Game and the crew. Opposite me said, "No, no, no! This is going to sell for lower." So I, I was wrong originally in saying that it would be four hundred. But the
1: thing is, there it's got touchscreen technology built into it, so theoretically, like you could get Super Mario Run on this and just play it as a as a touchscreen game. And they'll probably sure. start doing more mobile mobile ish type games on it too. Probably, yeah. They're DNA. not they're not done with mobile, not by a long it's, shot. Nintendo, <laughs> was, I know they're not done with, it, but I'm but I'm saying that you're going to because right. it's a touchscreen tablet esque system. Yeah, like you're totally right. It could have gone for way higher if they were. Trying to market it as a tablet. Nintendo's slowly starting not. to uh,
0: evolve when it comes to to that market, but you know, let's let's get to the the accessories for it. The the pro controller which I think is fantastic. It, you know, it looks like that, that Xbox One controller
1: almost. It's but it's got the, that, that see-through, almost like the purple see-through uh, Game Boy, but, but it's yeah. a black see-through. You can kind of see,
2: like, all, the, um, innards. all the, yeah, the innards of it. I love that control,
1: and what does that tell
0: you? Looks great. This <laughs> is for the video game fan and not so much the gimmick fan,
1: where well, these, it was with but the Wii. The Wii and the Wii U both had the Pro Controller.
0: They did. But this is, right off the bat, a focus to me. This is a little bit different. It feels like it's more integral to the system.
2: Well, there are a million different control schemes that this system showed off between, which was surprising me. The motion control, I did not think we'd see that come back in the. Way I was hoping day. we wouldn't see it come back.
0: Control. So know. what? What? What is the problem here? Sixty nine ninety nine price <laughs> scream.
1: Scream. It's Ten dollars more than your PlayStation or Xbox controller. Why? It's Ten dollars more than a game. It's it, it is ten dollars more. it's ten dollars more than the, the competition's controllers.
0: After Christmas, I decided I wanted a a, uh, a new Xbox One controller. That's predominantly my system of choice. I have an Xbox. I have two Xbox One controllers. Thumbsticks are kind of worn. I'm ready to move on to a new one. You you love that fresh control, right? That fresh control smell. Like. <laughs> Out of the box, just get that that whip. <laughs> get high. Ugh. The problem being, I can't find one for less than. Sixty bucks. I'm looking for a sale for forty. I don't want to pay seventy dollars for this Pro Controller. What am I going to do here? You know, I obviously I'm going to have my base Pro Con. You're going to bend out. over
1: and then send out. Oh. oh yeah, no. mm-hmm.
0: that's more of a uh, a
2: synthaholics reference. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, E10, E10 e- and
1: up. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> this system is E10 and up. Thanks to David Duncan. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I'm
0: three and a half beers in. Hey, that's what happens. I'm on the Flying Bison Buffalo IPA. I've never had that. It's very good. Very
1: yes, good. I had. A, I just finished the IPA, and now I'm on to a Rusty Chain. So, thank you for restocking our fridge here at Studio 129. I'm sorry, I drank AKA half of the it. Ice box. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: Icebox, the Joy Cons. I think this is more absurd than the Pro Controller. $50 each or suggested retail value. Why would
1: they even sell them by themselves? That's what I'm asking. Two I'm for 80?
0: Saying... Are you kidding me? So this goes into David's point. They're taking a loss on the system.
1: There's no way they're not taking a loss on the system when they're selling accessories for these astronomical prices. Garbage. And, and the, worst, the worst offender is the dock. It's a hunk of plastic with a USB-C 3 I mean, the USB-C connector, C3V-C. to USB, to um, AC, and to HDMI. That's all that's in it. There's no processor. There's no fan. It's a hunk of plastic with an adapter. <laughs> I thought so- the dock would be $50, but I thought that would be high for the dock. And they're asking for 90 uh, I just It's a little disappointing a right now. Ludicrous. <laughs>
0: However... I will say there are some good trade-in values Jeff and I learned of. Uh, yeah,
2: holy crap.
0: <laughs> GameStop is offering, at this moment, maybe not by the time you're listening to this, $195 for a trade-in of a Wii U if you're a pro member.
2: And, what? And it's 75 even if you're regular.
0: Not even making that up. That's insane. It retails for $250. I wish I had a Wii U now. <laughs> I thought about going to try and, and find one, basically. So like, find one for cheap? I can probably make
1: a profit on this. Yeah.
2: Like, Re- holy crap. Is that like, like reverse
1: scalping? What do you consider that? <laughs> what, if you buy, <laughs> no, 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 what if you buy one from GameStop and then trade it back in? Sucker! <laughs> like go to a different, go to one store, get it for super cheap, and then bring it into another store. You tell you me. ordered it? You tell me who's crazy. So price
0: points are obviously a bit of contention. I really want that damn Pro controller, but I'm gonna have to wait
1: because. I, mean, I made a it, great point it comes. Face. It comes with the the connector for the two. I like. Mean, I don't think that'll be too bad. It depends. It depends on awkward Multiplayer games, though. I mean, I'm gonna want to buy a second control. The Pro controller is the but, cheap but option. For, but for multiplayer games, like like they showed, you can just use two Joy Cons. Also true. What's my my situation here? Is, is that the point you were
2: gonna mention of mine? No. That, okay. Because uh, then I'll I'll point that out in a second. Then once you go, then no. I, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it. One nice thing is that basically, out of the box, you do have two controllers, so you can play, you know, two people Mario Kart, yeah, probably. right away without having to buy a second controller. The other thing was some games, some some I mean, games. Um, what's the game that's coming out?
0: We'll talk about it later. There's only one very prominent game coming out at launch. I know Jeff is very
1: excited. Bomberman Z? Damn it, damn it. They didn't. They didn't show any no video arms. for Bomberman Z. No,
2: I think there's video of it. They didn't really? show it during the press conference. But I think they showed it the next day when they were doing the
1: Treehouse oh, demos. I, did, I didn't see that. Yeah. I, I Go on their YouTube channel. I it's like Bomberman. Yeah. I don't know if I want to pay $60 for Bomberman, though. Uh, I don't know what the price is at the
2: moment. You have to check that. Well, uh, yeah, gentlemen. I know. I'm just like, $60 a I wouldn't $60 for
0: Hell no. <laughs> gentlemen, let's get to the games portion of this. Uh, they ran through a bunch of games, and then also afterwards there was a list supplied at nintendoswitch.com that provided every release. So you can also check that out at thegeekiverse.com. We're going to give you uh, the complete library of what's going to be out at launch, what's going to be out in the launch period after and uh, also pre-order links if you pre-order from our links on there uh you can go right to amazon prime actually and and get a little bit of a discount first game is arms that i want to mention and that was the <laughs> <laughs> interesting uh game right off the bat i know poplock got a little bit of a pop uh, a positive impression of the game
1: david what are you thinking about arms the the way the way he showed it at the press conference, I wasn't sold on it, but I've seen like IGN plays and a couple other plays of it where it looks a little bit better when people are actually playing it versus like the exaggerated like like boxing thing they were showing with the, a guy and a girl doing. I'm like, I think you show a guy punch a girl, that's gonna be pretty bold for Nintendo. <laughs> like literally They're punch her in the face. <laughs> so it's pretty bold. And and then and then it's like, oh, and then they they switched to the cartoon characters, but I still wasn't sold until like I saw people playing it like, for real, like, holding the controllers and playing, I'm like, I can, I mean, that might not be bad. I mean, like, I wouldn't pay $60 for it. No,
0: two things, I mean, it looks like a pack-in game. Like,
1: like used, used, sure, but I mean, like.
0: Two things, Uh, Colin Moriarty of Kind of Funny Games tweeted, what am I watching? (laughs) When they basically started their press conference with this. Uh, I thought it was an odd way to lead off, but the games got better as it went on. Second of all, Sam Badzinski of the Geekiverse said we need to film a geek play, which is our series of I, I messaged you
1: this too. Like like Yes. This would be fun to do. She said waste it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes,
0: <laughs> right. L-
1: like that's got to happen. W- I will be there for. I will we'll do. We'll do some we'll let's do a plays. play. Yes,
0: Pavlok. What do you think about this?
1: I do think it looks like a really cool game.
2: I really love the uh, graphical style that they use for it. Kind of like a Street Fighter Four, Street Fighter Five kind of art direction for it. Um, you know, it, it is. It is definitely quirky. Um, and I'm not 100% saw in it like anybody. But um, you know, when Splatoon was was first shown. Nobody really knew that that was going to be such a big hit like it turned out to be. So I think that this definitely has potential. The one thing I do think might hold it back, I have a feeling that this would be a game that could really tire you out quickly. Like, I could see this being, like, you play this for five, ten minutes straight, and you're already dead tired for some (laughs) people. I mean, it's it's a very – there's a lot of exertion you got to do with that.
1: Particularly with a rusty chain. I mean, like – I mean, the Wii was was positioned as oh, we can get up and do stuff with it. But the, like, like my girlfriend got up and was trying to do the the tennis, the, the Wii Sports tennis. She's getting up, and trying to be all active and trying to you know do the thing. And I just sit there on the couch with my arm just up on the the, the chair, and I just swing my, my motion controller. Did I mean, you, I'm I'm sure they showed people doing like this, but I mean, did you try the boxing? Because boxing on
2: even the original Wii Sports was pretty tiring, and that was before they went to the motion plus, like the
1: one to one. Pavlov is like very good to be to one. Yeah. The one to one is a total lie when it comes to Skyward Sword. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I was so disappointed
1: uh, with Skyward Sword's controls. Yeah, I, I unfortunately, I I wanted to like that game so much, and it just I, I was swearing at it nonstop <laughs> because uh, it would do the opposite of what I was trying to do. One to one, it, and I got the golden one that came with it. I got oh, the yeah, no, special edition. Yep, the gold Wii remote, the gold Wii remote yeah. that has the motion supposed built into it. No, it was not one to one by yeah. a long shot.
0: So I feel that I blacked out during 1-2 Switch, which was actually the lead-off to the, the game's portion of the conference.
1: You probably should have. <laughs> I don't have anything to say about it. It's, it's a party game. It'll be That's, fun to play drunk here at yeah. the Gigiverse. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think I want to buy my own copy, but I'll chip in five bucks if we all want to chip in five bucks <laughs> right. to get okay. it. Because, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean. I mean, like, I, I don't want to own – I mean, I, if we can borrow it, it I mean, <laughs> like, that'd gonna
0: be That's going to be a 99-cent uh, a pin game very soon.
1: I hope so because I mean, like I I can't see spending sixty dollars on that of my own money. But if well, we if we all pitch in five bucks or ten bucks, yeah, I, I'd be fine doing that. It is fifty. Oh, it's fifty. dollars yeah, I, 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 it, I thought they were all sixty. No, it is fifty, but it should have been a packing game. It, it, it should, it have, should have, been, have been. It should have been, it, the, Wii should have been the Wii Sports, of, sports yeah. of this system. Do we have a pack-in for this? I don't think no. we. Do. Nope. Not officially. I mean, maybe something will change in the next couple of weeks. GameStop will got, got your bundles, right. but I mean, yeah. nothing officially. No.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, a very big one. I'm very excited for this one. Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Basically real world. You know, mixing in the real world as well as the, the Mario uh, graphical world. We'll say, uh, they show a little bit of a portion of him going through like a New York City kind of I don't atmosphere.
1: even know why, I don't even know why that's there because when you got tied up up on the buildings they showed like the grass and like the the s type world on off to the side of New York City or in the portions of it I'm like I don't know what the city's going to be there for
0: I don't know either it, it, but all I know is this feels like my happy place <laughs> like really this game looks it looks like a lot of fun it looks like let's say I if I had any ounce of buyer's remorse for pre-ordering this thing paying it in full up front it would be gone by seeing this game knowing that that's coming this fall in what's probably going to be another packed fall of video games when you've got red dead redemption 2 star wars battlefront 2 coming out inevitably another call of duty it's going to be crazy guess what i'm going to be playing mario odyssey this is different. This for me. game looks amazing. Yeah. This is a. If there's one game. And you, gotta,
1: you could be playing it here at the Geekiverse. That's if right. If your wife drives you, you can drive it on the way. You can play it on the way to the. Boom Geekiverse. roasted.
0: If you can imagine.
1: Well, you know what? I'll
0: spell it out for you. I am relatively <sighs> new to the Nintendo scene. I played it when I was little, I played it throughout the years. But when it comes to actually being a, a well versed gamer with it, I can't hold a candle to what you guys can specifically, Pavlok. This is exciting for me to jump back into. This game looks like one of those jump on points I, I for think,
1: me. I think the the conference was definitely going for nostalgia from like N sixty four days. Did you have an N sixty four, Josiah, or did you? I did not. I was only PS oh, one. PS one. Yeah. I mean, like, because I mean, the the Mario game looks more like Mario sixty four than like Mario Galaxy. Yeah. Well, it's much more
2: open or, world. You know, yeah. those sandbox, you know, huge levels where you can kind of just kind of walk around and do whatever you want in them, whereas like, yeah, as you were alluding course, to, Galaxy, Galaxy little, was more like level design. A little more linear, I don't know. definitely. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think this absolutely looks amazing, and I'm confident it'll be amazing because 3D Mario has probably been Nintendo's most consistent series of games, even more so than 3D Zelda. I was, Man, like, then, every single 3D Mario has
1: been amazing. And then Sonic, I mean, Sega can't even make a good 3D Sonic no, game. what the hell? Not, not even since, I mean, the... Get f- it together, Sega. I mean, the, the Dreamcast was their, first, Sega. was their first good one and only good one, pretty much, and yeah. then they kind of didn't... Well, Colors was okay. Colors wasn't too bad. What about the Werehog? Oh, no.
2: <laughs> no. You don't want to crawl. Uh, no, just don't even mention that.
0: It Hello, his Another big release. I think it's on my radar. Uh, again, it's kind of a re-entry point for a long-lost Nintendo fan. <laughs> Splatoon 2.
1: Yes! I never All played right. the first Splatoon, oh, but I heard good. I heard wonderful things about it. I'm definitely pumped for getting Splatoon 2. Did you this, 2. the original? I did not.
0: I couldn't remember. I should have because
1: okay. I really
2: did enjoy it, and I think it was a, trim- I think it was a great game.
0: It was nominated for our, our Multiplayer Game of the Year.
2: Yeah, and I believe it won Multiplayer Game of the Year at uh, Game Awards
0: 2015. I think so, too. And that's high praise.
1: Uh, for a Nintendo game, getting a Multiplayer Game of the Award, that's I mean, a new IP, I too. Mean, that wasn't your classic Nintendo. Think well, about I mean, that. You know, Also, Overwatch one this you year, though, a, but I mean, yeah,
0: Call of Duty Black Ops 3 coming out that year, which
1: was a good multiplayer game. And, and that's a big deal. But, but I mean, the the... Call of Duty Black Ops, it's it's all more of the same. I mean, the the multiplayer in Black Ops is the same. You get a little bit different things here and there, like customizations. But, I mean, Call of Duty multiplayer is Call of Duty multiplayer. Agreed. But it is good.
0: It's fantastic. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But you're right. Maybe that speaks to what people want. You want a new experience. New things. New things.
1: I, I mean, I don't know. Did Assassin's Creed ever win a multiplayer award? Because I, I mm-hmm. lo- absolutely love Assassin's Creed multiplayer. I wish they would sell that by itself. I don't care about the single player of Assassin's Creed, but I love the hide-and-seek type of element of I- I'm just, I'm just, like... Like, you know, being in a world, being like 10 people in a world with 100 NPCs and you're trying to blend into the crowd. And you gank somebody as they walk by. So much Assassin's Creed Revelation multiplayer. I just want them to make a multiplayer game of Assassin's Creed. That's all I want. I don't care about It really good.
0: Really good stealth. It's so
1: much fun. Like, just hiding in a crowd and stabbing somebody. Ubisoft needs to market that a lot
0: better. They
1: need to just make a giant multiplayer game.
0: The stories are good, but the multiplayer is actually underrated. So. It's
1: way underrated cuz it's 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 e- it's easily the best multiplayer. It's not like run and gun shoot, it's not like action think. It's like slow down, think, execute. It's it's yeah, so you're, great.
0: You're in trouble if you don't play it right. Yeah. Uh, but Splatoon, I think that's uh they estimated summer release, so maybe May or
2: June for that. And that's a perfect time of year for it. Um just like the original this one, it, like when you look at that game, you look like it's set in sun-drenched summer southern California. It just the aesthetics fit summertime.
0: And we're seeing a shift back towards colorful, fun things where for a while it was dark and gritty shooters. People just want fun. And I think Splatoon is going to be that first great multiplayer game outside of Mario Kart for this. Um, But, you know, maybe we just jump into that next Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That, uh, like Jeff said, to me off air was... This is really the first time people are going to experience that game because the Wii U didn't sell that many
1: systems. Yeah, I mean that's one of the one that's one of the one games that if I did have a Wii U, I would have bought. But I'm like, I just I just I didn't want to spend the money on a Wii U. I just I couldn't find enough games to justify it.
0: I am absolutely going to be purchasing that right away. That's going to be a, a great party game.
1: Uh, a fun let's play. A drunk let's play. <laughs> whoever whoever doesn't get first drinks a shot. Oh, come on, please. Let's do that,
0: Sammy. Let's go. Let's do it. Uh, Jeff, you had the original for it. Yeah, I, I think we had a review for it. I, I I'm sorry, the, it's all fuzzy on, on the timeline here. I had uh, a Mario Kart. Four beers at it
2: does that. I had 15 people over to my house to play Mario Kart <laughs> when we first got, it, and it was a blast.
0: It's, uh, it's going to be like a, a rebirth for that, and because of the slow numbers in terms of Wii U sales, this is going to be a big opportunity to really increase that
2: crowd. And um like I told you, it's going to feel like a brand new game to most people who own a Switch. It is to me, and it took Nintendo no time or money to make this. So like it's it's just, why isn't it a launch game? Then that's what I was wondering too. I mean, it's coming out <laughs> in April, so it is relatively quickly. Um I, I mean, do have like,
0: a question on that. The, why? <laughs>
2: um, you know, the rationale is okay. Zelda sales would cannibalize yeah. it, like well, anyway. But I feel like you know. Everybody wants at least one multiplayer, one big multiplayer game to get at launch. Do they like, have a
1: multiplayer launch game of, like of the Bomberman?
2: No, one, two switch, and that's about it. Bomberman so, like,
1: wouldn't should be multiplayer, right?
2: Oh yeah, probably. Um, but it's but it's like, um, I feel like people would still be willing to drop another sixty bucks to get that on top of having Zelda. So you have your big single player game and your one big multiplayer game, um, and also like you know if any. Video game series is going to hold its own on sales from Nintendo. It's Mario Kart. Mario Kart or Pokemon. Hell
1: yeah. Why Those not are make p- that a
0: launch with Zelda I, and
2: people are going to pay extra money for it, I, I agree. Think. I don't
0: know
1: why they did that. I, and, and extra controllers if you want them to buy their sure, overpriced. Yeah, sure, if you want definitely. them to buy your retarded overpriced controllers. Definitely. My thought was. Multiplayer game, please. Come on. Although it, they mean, did show the Joy-Con will work with Mario Kart, so maybe, maybe. In, yeah, only one you can use to play it.
0: Nintendo's approach, in my opinion, is okay. We've got Zelda. You're not going to play anything else for a month. But what if there's people who don't care about the RPG element that don't want to play a single player game that want to play it a, uh, a multiplayer party game? Yeah. releasing yeah. both at the same time. I don't think sales will be affected at all. Yeah.
1: Mario and, and, and they've got to make a Mario Party soon sometime yeah, this year. Because I mean, Mario Party, if, especially for group p- group play. I mean, I think that's even better than Wii Sports or whatever. Because you can get so many more people playing at the same time.
0: A game you did review at one point, uh, Xenoblade. Yeah. We're going to talk about Xenoblade 2. What do you think about that?
2: I'm really excited for that because it seems to be going back to more of the style that was Xenoblade Chronicles on the original Wii, which was more fantasy, whereas Xenoblade Chronicles X, which released on the Wii U, was more sci-fi based. Um, just one look at the trailer, you see that the character designs are very stylized, very anime-like, um, less detail, less photorealistic. Um, a Uh, like there's almost like a glossy sheen over their faces. Um, So I think you're going to see more of like a bright, colorful, fantastical setting um, than Xenoblade Chronicles X. So I'm excited for that. Definitely.
0: Has been heroes.
2: Talk about that a little bit. What? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, their developer frozen bite did the Trine trilogy, which I was a big fan of. Um, This kind of almost looks like a maybe RPG castle crashers.
0: I, so the vibe I got fun. was um, a little bit shovel night.
1: Okay, yeah, that too. I, I think I blacked out for this. I, I was <laughs> I, I was at work when I was watching. It was extremely busy, so it took me six hours to watch an hour and a half presentation. So, oh. <laughs> oh, so I, I may have blacked out for this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know if they really highlighted it during the presentation. I think it was just kind of like in the montage of games oh, that they show. I don't think they really fixated on it.
1: Okay, that's why I don't know what this is.
2: It was one thing that stood out to me because, <laughs> really, I go to
0: Jeff. I'm like. What was that side-scrolling thing? It looks kind of like <laughs> shovel knight. <laughs> it looks uh, it looks pretty good to me, and I know they talked about it on IGN's uh, post presentation show. So that's certainly going to be on my radar here as we move forward.
2: I think that's actually one of the games that's included in some of the bundle options that GameStop uh, GameStop's website was doing. So I feel like it probably won't be like a sixty dollars retail game. Maybe it'll be like a twenty thirty dollars download. I can see that. Don't quote me on that. Sure. Uh, Fire Emblem Warriors. Yes, I'm so excited for that. (laughs) So excited. Chat about that a little bit. Um, I mean, uh, we didn't see any gameplay footage. Um, However, Nintendo has said that they are doing just a a giant Japanese logo. Yes. uh, (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) all you need. Um, Because I can totally read that. They are doing
2: Fire Emblem Warriors. They're doing yeah,
1: a but- Nintendo Direct
2: in a couple weeks. That's strictly Fire Emblem, so I'm sure we'll hear about it there. But you know, the the like the Warriors franchise, Dynasty Warriors, that's a guilty pleasure. They're so simplistic, so repetitive, so basic, but I love them. I, Hyrule Warriors was fun when you had Zelda in it, and I think it'll be really cool to see all the. I mean, there's dozens, dozens of recognizable Fire Emblem characters from many games throughout the series, so I'm, I'm excited to see that.
0: You and Sam were all over the uh, Fire Emblem series that came out in this past fall, and it was a point of contention for our Game of the Year voting because (laughs) we didn't know if it was one
2: or two games. Or three. No, I asked (laughs) if it was three because the one DLC pack (laughs) was basically another version of the campaign.
0: Pretty crazy. Uh, so it got a, a lot of traction when it came to our uh, end of year ballots. If it's you will.
2: amazing how far Fire Emblem has come in just the last couple years. Before Awakening released on the 3DS, there was talk that Nintendo was going to axe the series. They said that if they if uh, Awakening did not sell well, they were going to just stop the series, maybe permanently. And because Awakening sold as well as it did, and really expanded the franchise's fan base it's one of Nintendo's marquee franchises now
1: so they got uh, Dragon Quest 11 supposed to be coming out for it that's a big pickup for them because that's Square Enix yeah
2: Squeenix I mean they're <laughs> they're burying us in Dragon Quest games it seems this year if this holds up we will get Dragon Quest 10 a port of it for um, the switch which was an MMO that released originally on the Wii and then the Wii U. Um, they're going to apparently release Dragon Quest Warriors 1 and 2, which would be like a combo pack, which is like Fire Emblem Warriors, Dynasty Warriors with Fire Emblem characters. And then Dragon Quest 11, which is also on PS4. So this is no small, you know, thing budget to get game. this. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is no budget title. This is a big, big RPG.
1: Which I'm, I'm looking forward to, especially Me since too. Final Fantasy has gone the way of... Not RPG anymore. <laughs> I mean, speaking of which, <laughs>
0: Dragon franchises. I've been playing Dragon Age Inquisition recently. Oh, uh, cool, that's going. Bo- that's going back a <laughs> little bit. Uh,
1: I need to. I, I started a new game recently. I haven't played it since I started the new game, but I need to because Mass Effect andromeda like looks lots of shades of dragon age inquisition
0: that's why i'm playing it actually it was, um, one of our <laughs> to, nominees, to make sure
1: you're not gonna hate it <laughs>
0: one of our nominees for 2014 game of the year sam loved it uh but i've been playing through it i created my character named josie <laughs> josie so jay red, red-headed half elf <laughs> i've got basically my haircut and beard but it's gray it's pretty badass but uh i'm very just a few hours into the game i'm i'm enjoying it a lot just to kind of get my appetite wet for uh Andromeda. Andromeda. Can't Andromeda.
1: Wait for Andromeda. Andromeda. Looks good. Looks uh, it's good. It's gonna be awesome. I cannot wait.
0: I cannot wait. Uh, but damn it, Zelda, he had to come out two weeks before that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to put that away. Yeah, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. So that looks fun. Uh, let's see, Fire Emblem. We talked about that. We're gonna talk about some of the ports that are gonna be coming over, or some of the maybe uh, multi generational titles. So we're gonna get the Elder Scrolls V: Skyrim on this, which is. Big that you can take Skyrim on the fly,
1: I wonder if it's going to be the original edition, not the enhanced edition, just because of the downgrade
2: yeah I don't know if they've um detailed which version it'll
1: be yet I'm guessing it'll be the i mean I mean it's an old game, I mean maybe the enhanced edition, but it makes me think it happen. it makes me think it may not be the enhanced edition because they didn't launch with Fallout I mean because fallout four was huge, I mean they got. Bananas sales on that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Skyrim was big, but I mean, Skyrim like put them on an upper, you know, on an upper slope. If you're looking at a, like a graph, and then I think then Fallout Four just continued that graph upwards. So I mean, I think that's fair. So I I, I think I mean I mean the Skyrim is huge, but I mean I don't know why they didn't go with Fallout. Um, I, why they didn't go with Fallout Four? Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: I like, think Skyrim actually, might be bigger still.
1: I don't really. Well, for one thing, I don't think it could handle Fallout Four. Um, I don't. I Which is. I, I mean, but but I think I think that's what they did with the way they ported. Um, the way they started with uh, the Skyrim Enhanced Edition is they, they oh, okay. ported it over the system, mm-hmm. then enhanced it, and then they made the Fallout 4 engine that way, and then mm-hmm. they just kind of reverse engineered Fallout 4 for yep. Skyrim, I think. Could I think be that. It could so. also
2: be what Josiah said, and I would agree with Josiah. I do think Elder Scrolls is a bigger name than Fallout, personally. I don't know. I thought Fallout
1: 4 got better numbers.
0: Also, I think Skyrim might resonate better with Nintendo fans. Yeah, that's maybe the element. Yep, and then Fallout feels more almost shooter, almost more Xbox, PlayStation than than you would with Skyrim. <laughs> but
1: the thing is, Nintendo needs to reach out to those people because that's that's the problem with Nintendo. Wii and with the Wii U, mm-hmm. they were marketed to five year olds, and and Nintendo five year olds still care about Nintendo. We our age people care about Nintendo because we grew up with it. Jeff, I mean, I mean, yeah. I I was a kid. I mean, like I had the at the fragment Nintendo, the SNES. The N64, I, I couldn't wait to get my hands up to play on an N64. I was so excited. But then with the GameCube, I was like, "Yeah, I got one," but I mean, I wasn't super excited about it. I, I only got a week because my girlfriend wanted it. and I never even got a Wii U. I just didn't know. Just like they kept catering to like the original five-year-old audience, but they should have been catering to their original audience—me, people my age—and I think they're starting to do that now. I think they should do that harder. This feels with like the a shift in approach. And it should be because I mean, kids don't care about uh, brands like six, seven-year-old kids don't. They don't care about Nintendo as a brand. We do because we're older and we know we can. It goes back appre- for us. We can appreciate it. Yep. But kids, kids can't, and, and and kids don't have the the money. I mean, we do. We're the that generation. That's why Nintendo. I mean, that's why Nintendo has been kind of second, you know, second and third to Microsoft and Sony because they they were like were catering to the original fans of Nintendo. And Nintendo kind of forgot about us, and I think they're starting to see that maybe they shouldn't do that.
0: I think that's a, a good point there. I mean, we're going to see Skyrim, we're going to see FIFA uh, from EA. It makes you wonder: are we going to see? Uh, are we going to see Madden? Are we going to see NHL? Possibly down the line. NHL for me would be huge. That I could take that portable. Um, We already talked about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I would
1: say all of the sports games will probably come. I'm pretty sure they only mentioned FIFA at the event because soccer is the world sport. I'm pretty sure people in Japan don't give a shit about... Sorry.
2: (laughs) It's all good. It happens. (laughs) Happens to the best of
1: us. (laughs) They don't give a a crap about... um, I'm pretty sure people in Japan don't give a crap about... Uh, football, football, American America football. football. You know what I mean. They did so. show
2: um, NBA, I believe, during the reveal trailer back in October. I but think that, that might have been a,
1: a, a NBA is that 2K, 2K or is it EA? Oh, that's a good question. It looked like it might be a 2K version. Yeah, that especially I don't know. if they're at an actual basketball. Regardless, court. <laughs> if it gets that kind of game
2: on there, that's important because as they'll yeah. pull that pull that crowd. You know, you know, you're not gonna. You're not gonna make an Xbox or PlayStation with a Switch. You're not gonna convince people to, oh, I'm not gonna play Xbox or Play or PlayStation anymore because I got a Switch. But what you gotta do is you gotta get some of that. You gotta create as diverse of a
1: software library as you can. Who do you want to play your game mobile? Like, that's the thing. It's like, am I gonna buy do I, am I gonna have this game like like FIFA or or NHL? Am I gonna have this to be able to play mobile? Like oh, I probably get it for the Switch. Like I, I think I think those games will be there because I mean yeah. I mean they can scale those back. They don't have to like, look look yeah, as good that, as they do on PlayStation or exactly. Xbox, especially on a like what, what six point two inch screen. If they could do it with the Vita, which got many of those sports titles,
2: they can definitely do it with the Switch.
0: My hope is that third party support. Ramps up outside of this launch window, which it it was great for the Wii U originally. You got Mass Effect Three, you got Assassin's Creed Three, uh, some of those sports titles, and then that was it. It fell off right afterwards.
1: Yeah, it fell off immediately. I, I hope that doesn't happen with the Switch. I hope the Switch keeps its people and and you know on that that big board of supporters. They've got you know Epic with Unreal. I mean the um the Fortnite game. It's stylized and cartoony. Right. I, I could see that being huge on the Switch, and like that they they showed that off like years ago, and like, we haven't heard any. I mean, I don't think I've heard any big updates on Fortnite. I don't no, think so. I mean I've like heard
0: about that two years ago, <laughs> <Like> years <laughs> ago.
1: Before. Like no, no, but I mean, it looks it looks like an interesting game. It looks cartoony. It looks like it's got like, the, the Nintendo vibe. I could totally see that coming out on the Nintendo, and it being a fun, you know, take it wherever you want game.
2: I do think that the Switch is basically going to replace the 3DS is like the big console for JRPGs. I, I hope all so those like all those little you know like uh, Final Fantasy spin-offs all those Dragon Quests you're no more heroes you're At- all the Atlas games that they make you're going to mm-hmm. see all of those uh, show up on the switch
0: finishing up here uh with
2: bayonetta three please
1: please platinum please make bayonetta three please port bayonetta one and two over to switch because i didn't buy i didn't buy i didn't buy a a, a wii u U. Yeah. yeah bayonetta 2 was so good
0: legend of zelda breath of the wild i think that is uh easily the predominant game right out of the gate there um that's a launch title, which is big. It is also going to appear on the Wii U.
1: I have the Deluxe Edition pre-order. Very good. Good man, a, good a man. A shocker
0: to most of the gaming community that I'm about to bring up. <gasps> I've, I've brought this up to Jeff. This is my first Zelda game as I drop a cap into the table here.
2: No, that was uh, just my mind kind of rattling around.
0: The first. The Zelda only
1: game. one you need to play is Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time is really good. That's <laughs> the only other one you need to play because the ones that came out since have been... Mm, Twilight Princess was really good. Skyward Sword was polarized. Skyward Sword <laughs> and, and Wind Waker were just giant open worlds of nothing with small little islands in them, I, which, I, which I couldn't stand. But the, but the original Zelda on the NES was the Skyrim of its day. Yeah. It was a giant map with dungeons in it. You can go over the map. It was open world. Completely and this was this 8-bit. Eight, eight yeah. And you could go into dungeons and you you do the dungeons. And then we had the SNES Zelda... Also, the same way, the Skyrim of its day. Giant open world, you go into the dungeons, you beat the dungeons. And then we had Ocarina of Time. Same way. Big open world, you go into the dungeons, you beat the dungeons. Yeah,
2: but it wasn't as non linear. It was definitely more story it driven was, than those other ones.
1: Yeah, it was more story driven, but it, it was, was so advanced for its time because that was one of the, the very first, first 3D yeah, Zelda, three D yeah. Zelda. It was amazing, and it was still an open world. It wasn't the oh, same. Yeah. It wasn't the same as the original, but it was still open enough. Yeah, and then, definitely. and then they started doing the Skyward Sword and the and the Wind Waker. I'm just like these are, these don't feel like a big world. They're just I mean, there's big areas, but it was empty space. Right, lots of air and Wind Waker. No. Lots <laughs> of water in one waker. There you go. And the there air in Skyrim. There you go. <laughs> just empty. It's so tons of empty. I don't. Like,
0: I don't like to say this, but I think it's better to come out clean than be a phony. I, you know, being my first Zelda game, having not looked at that trailer and and not really knowing a total ton of what I'm looking at. Looks very exciting. It looks beautiful. It looks and like it's Skyrim.
2: It's definitely. I don't it's think it's huge. hyperbole to say it that's the huge. best trailer that Nintendo has ever put out. The uh, just the gravity and. You can feel like the stakes are high in this game. Like we have not seen Zelda be this Zelda cinematic. cry, exactly. like being yeah. so upset. It
0: is important like it's
2: to
1: longtime fans. Voice acting,
2: it- yeah, voice acting, dude. That's
1: huge. Yeah, Zelda has just had like just text. Yeah, it's always not head full voice. Like act, you've you've yeah. got you've got like uh the Navi or whatever going, hey, hey, <laughs> hey you, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Like really annoying things. Um, but like this it looks like this is gonna be fully voice acted. This is so exciting. I think they said it's gonna be like voice acting for the huge major scenes, but then
2: like if you just walk up to a random NPC, it'll just be text. That's fine. Which is no That's big deal. Fine. Exactly. That's like best of both
0: worlds.
1: That's fine. Exactly. Yeah. This
0: will be my first foray into that universe and it'll be my first nintendo switch game um i have yet to pre-order it i know i'm gonna do the the you
1: gotta get the deluxe because it comes with a carrying case
0: <laughs> i think i'm gonna do the regular switch. just the game straight
1: up but i don't but you need to keep your switch safe when you take your places. <laughs> well, it places well it comes with kill. a coin and a soundtrack <laughs> so, you'll throw it on the ground accidentally and what will you do three hundred dollars i threw it on the ground <laughs> Only Island shout-out.
0: So Zelda is it for us. I know uh, Jeff was obviously very excited during that, too. Um, But uh, E3 is coming up in just a few short months. Do we think we're going to see some more support from...
1: Pokemon! Please, Pokemon! And third party
0: for the fall and Christmas season coming up in
2: 2017. For sure. You know, like... The president of Nintendo, Kimishima, could have walked up on stage, said Switch is launching March 3rd, $300 price, here's a Zelda trailer, walked off the stage, and people still would have rushed out to buy the system. Yes. They didn't need to do anything else. So I'm not surprised that they didn't show their whole hand on this night. What's
0: the biggest thing we've been talking about? Zelda price point right everything else has been by the wayside I don't really care about anything else at this point point. and it your was your pro controller
2: okay, pro controller it, it was R- an okay, ridiculously expensive low that price
0: yes it was an okay presentation overall there was some uh, fluff in there some things that were okay but then some things like Zelda that like were the really guy good. that came
1: out was like oh we're making a new game I don't know what it's called
2: I was like, why is this even here? (laughs) Why did you
1: come here? Maybe
2: the translator
1: didn't translate him right. (laughs) I was just like, It's probably that guy's fault. The Um, translator guy sounded bored as hell, though. (laughs) I, I do think we'll see...
2: Plenty more at E3. I think, uh, you know, it, they didn't talk about Animal Crossing at all, and Animal Crossing is certainly coming for this. Um, we didn't see a traditional Fire Emblem. We didn't see a Donkey Kong. Uh, you know, hey, maybe another Earthbound, and then obviously Pokemon. I mean, if this thing is indeed replacing the 3DS, if this is going to be their single platform going forward, we're
1: going to get a traditional Pokemon Well, game I keep hearing it's... yes and no if it's replacing the 3DS. They're saying no, it's not, but then yes, it is. I'm just like, well, they I, don't really, want, I really hope it does. They don't want to I mean, kill the 3DS outright.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? I don't think they're necessarily. The same thing. I think they're going to be kind of separate for for a few years to come, at least before Nintendo Switch maybe gets a little more powerful over I don't time. Know,
1: but I mean, like Nintendo's console cycles only five years. They, they have really short, really short cycles compared That's to the Sony and Microsoft, which try to do like seven and a half with like a ten year overall cycle. Nint- Nintendo's is always short because Nintendo's always like way behind as far as their hardware goes. But who knows? Maybe Nintendo will do like a Switch Pro with like sure. the better Tegra chip because I think the, I think it's still using the it's using a custom Tegra chip. but I think it's still based on the older generation, not the new generation of Tegra.
0: On uh, on Twitter, we released a poll that was asking for your most excited game, the the game you're most favorable towards. Um, Joe the Widget Wilson actually tweeted us, and if you don't know Joe, he actually uh, was part of the, the team at Bethesda that worked on Skyrim, which is pretty cool. But he, That's awesome. <laughs> he commented that um, he was not excited about most of these games, that the Switch will have third-party support for the first year and then lose it all just like the Wii U and Nintendo needs to learn. I think they do need to learn from the Wii U in that they had that third-party support, but if they maintain it, they're golden. It's a big if. It's something we talked about a little bit earlier. Uh, As far as the poll goes, uh, Breath of the Wild is leading that 53% of the votes right now. Mario Odyssey is getting 29% of the votes. Uh, We put a blank one in there uh, just to say, you know, what other game might you be excited about? That is at 12%. Splatoon two only getting six percent love right now. Uh, that deserves a little bit more. So we'll we'll see over time. I'm I don't know. Surprised. I think
1: oh, I think sorry. Breath of the Wild. Since it's Breath of the Wild's launching with it, I think that's where the. I mean, Splatoon's Still summertime. Yeah.
0: No release date for a lot of these, other than general time frames, which is a little disappointing that we're not getting more launch titles. Oh, they're they're gonna a lot of money on
1: Zelda right now. They'll probably like you know they'll probably save all their dates for E three. Yeah, that's what we're like, hoping. Unless Splatoon comes out before, then then you know who knows. But I mean,
2: I mean summer is a broad, loose term. term. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think June is fa- you know fair for that. I think June will pro- I think June is probably when we'll see Splatoon two.
0: I agree. I'm with you there. I uh, gotta I,
2: specify the two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> split Splatoon is what it should be called.
2: Yeah, and it should have just had a big two in the middle of the Splatoon.
0: Or they should spell it T W O N. <laughs> yeah just saying nintendo come on uh that one's for free anyway <laughs>
2: uh
0: final thoughts wrapping up on the nintendo switch conference what are you excited about what was lacking for you moving forward dave
1: we'll go to you first um i need pokemon i i'm a huge pokemon fan i i i bought i bought a uh my original col- nintendo game boy color to play pokemon red and i bought the 3ds XL to play, you know, Pokemon Y, and then I've got Pokemon Sapphire, and then I've gotten Pokemon Sun. I've Pokemon's my my go-to for for Nintendo currently, so I'm super excited for for that. And I, I know I know they didn't launch it. I mean, they had Zelda and Mario. That's that's huge. I'm I'm hoping we'll see Pokemon unveiled at uh, E3 this year. That's that's my big hope for for Nintendo going forward.
0: I wouldn't put it past seeing something like that. Uh, Pavlok, what are you? What are you excited for? Are you happy with the conference? What's what's moving forward here?
2: I would say it was a good conference, not not excellent. Sure, um, there were obviously things they could have done better, presentation wise. Uh, I, I I really don't like those accessory prices. I think those are just kind of outrageous. That um, can't last. Yeah, I, I really hope they get enough pushback to fix that soon. Yeah, um, I do understand where some people are saying they didn't show enough software. I also understand the counter to that, which is literally anything else would have been irrelevant in the wake of Zelda and that trailer. Um, So I'm optimistic. I I, I do think that they showed enough software um, to last them through the rest of the year. I do think that if this system is going to be successful through 2018, 2019, 2020, um, they do need to come out swinging at E3.
0: That is uh, not necessarily a make-or-break conference for them, but it could be something that propels them right back into the console race. If they they uh,
1: Pivotal is a good way to describe I, Exactly, because the only I thing agree. they showed this year was Breath of the Wild. So if they won E3 with Breath of the Wild, they if, if, they, if, they, if, <laughs> can, if they can come up with like a couple more games. Po- uh, Dude, 3D Pokemon. Uh, 3D Pokemon. It'll break the world. <laughs> it, it'll be amazing a Pokemon a, a full Pokemon game on a system instead of a handheld. Right. I mean, that's that's just going to be amazing. And
2: when you look at Breath of the Wild and you look at Mario Odyssey, like these feel like the serious strides for the franchise. Like these feel like big evolutions um, and ambitious games for those franchise. So maybe this is finally where you see a Pokemon game that really kind of breaks that gra- uh, glass
1: ceiling. That would be fantastic. I'm I'm so pumped for that.
0: All of Nintendo's chips are in. On Zelda. I think it's a safe bet, but at the same time, you got to show more if you want the longevity of
1: the system to succeed. Of course. Um, I, so mean, the, I mean, I mean, usually you only get one Zelda per generation. Will they break the mold finally and I give us a we'll second second zelda this generation that'd be amazing
2: they may reuse this engine <laughs> kind like of like how majora's mask did it for yeah. Ocarina of time. Well, yeah
1: i guess they did do it too back then but it's been a while yeah had two Zelda. that's in this almost 17 years now and since didn't they use a happened. lot of the same map in majora's mask too so it wasn't even like it was like an expansion not like a.
2: and it was also only two years after ocarina of time which is you don't hear about a 3d zelda coming out two years after the yeah, last one so they
1: they basically just made a mod it's like a mod
2: <laughs> yeah in a lot of ways <laughs> great game but yeah in wrapping up
0: here uh give something uh that you want to plug for your respective website uh, something you're working on where we can find you on social media and uh final thoughts so dave where can we find you
1: um I, i'm uh, on twitter i'm a david underscore J underscore duncan much like trevor with his many underscores oh, the
0: most underscores
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're tied for underscores <laughs> eliminate the underscore battle we, uh, underscores battle underscores <laughs> Uh, you can find, uh, my content at sent We did the, the, uh, the star Trek podcast. We've been, we've done stuff with the Josiah before in the past with our episode two and episode three talk. Um, and, uh, you know, we're on Facebook too. Come join the the group. Uh, we talk it's good, nerd group, lots stuff. Of memes. Lots of memes. Lo- we we put it on actual science too, so we're not just goofing off. Sometimes we actually put some uh, actual science from IO9 <laughs> and some other reputable websites.
0: But mostly, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, lots, of <laughs> lots of memes, lots of, <laughs> of silliness, lots of fun. That that's what we're all about at Synthaholics. Yeah. So you can join our group. It's Facebook.com/slash/groups/slash/Synthaholics.
0: Very good. I uh, I've been on Synthaholics now three times. Uh, which is awesome. We talked Star Wars Episode Two and Episode Three, as Dave said. Uh, Trevor Bruner two point was also with me. Uh, I also joined their show to talk about um, Star Trek in uh, a new segment called Star Trek Noobs.
1: Uh, so- Trek Noobs. Uh, we talked about the Galileo Seven, which may it will be out on Tuesday but I'm not sure if that's before or after this episode. So
0: Either way, check them Take out at Synthaholics. Support them via their Patreon, uh, which you can find via their Twitter, which is very exciting. Uh, so good times there. Uh, always a pleasure to have uh, Dave on the show and be on his show.
1: Thank you for being on. Uh, for yeah, having glad, me on. To ha- glad to have you here, buddy. blast. Yeah.
0: We'll, we'll have you on, on more shows as we move forward here on the Geekiverse channel. You're sure. here. Uh, Pavlok, where can we find you? What's uh, what's going on with uh, the geekiverse here?
2: Well, one thing I really hope people will check out is my feature editorial on the geekiverse um, called "The Switch: um, A Promising Oddity." Uh, basically, I give you my full run- rundown of what I think the Switch is and what it's going to be going forward based on that press conference. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey Pavs. Instagram, just Jeff Pavlock, and if you can go to Facebook, look up Jeffrey Pavlock author because I have an author's page now on Facebook. And as my books come out this year, I really hope people can give me a like or two. And Jeff
0: is working on uh, a few novels. there, are part of a trilogy and in a fantasy like setting. Very uh, exciting times and. Uh, there might be some news regarding our parent company and some publishing for the, those books moving forward. So soon. Very, very woo. soon. Stay tuned. Uh, and uh, Jeffrey has been releasing some of the, the artwork, not necessarily for the books, but uh, that pertain to the books, we should say. Yes. <laughs> so very exciting times there for him and for the Geekiverse and It's a Thing Media. Um, I am at Josiah D. LaRoy. You can visit us as a whole. On Facebook.com slash The Geekiverse, Twitter, and Instagram, we are at the underscore Geekiverse. You can read lots of content. Uh, we've got a lot of articles coming out daily at TheGeekiverse.com. Every Wednesday, we have the Geekly Hump Day, which is a, a list like article based on numerous, numerous things that I co write with Sam Budzinski. Friday, you can see ranked which is a top ten list put out by Lou, the sweetest Lou, one of our members at the Geekiverse. Uh, he is very passionate about DC and Marvel topics. Uh, you can listen to all our podcasts right at iTunes.com. You can also do SoundCloud. We have YouTube.com slash the Geekiverse for all of our episodes, including Open Mic, which we talk about on a week-to-week basis, the Grumpy Geek, which features, features our own very Pete Herb. And he As is I grumpy. Jumble my words there a little bit. He, he is, is grumpy, so grumpy. Uh, so if you're looking for that ounce and you think you're grumpy, there's someone grumpier than you. Uh, but uh, Geek Scott Game is is the show you listen to today. Check out David and Aaron over at the Synthaholics podcast. That is very exciting. We also want to give a shout out to our friends at Artful Gremlins who produce a few podcasts, including the Nerdy Nomicon, which uh, Dave and I have both been on. Yeah, uh, we talked
1: about Rogue One and spoiled it to hell. Yes, that's right. my
0: favorite topic in, uh, in Star Wars. Uh, so we also have the Walking Carpet podcast, which you can listen to, and a new monthly podcast called Nerds of the Roundtable with a K.
1: Woo! Which uh, K N E R D S of myself, the Roundtable?
0: <laughs> myself, David, his partner Aaron, and Robbie from Nerdy Nomicon, We're featuring. very happy couple. We're a very happy couple. I <laughs> realized it as soon as I said it. So, good to know. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, thank you so much for listening. We've had a a good uh, chat here today. For David, for Pavlok, I'm Josiah. We'll see you soon.